You are now listening to The Nosebleeds with your hosts, Corey Johnson and Kush Parikh. Be sure to check us out weekly on Tuesdays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on social media to stay up to date with the podcast on Twitter at the underscore nosebleeds. That's K-N-O-W-S bleeds on Instagram at the nosebleeds and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the nosebleeds. Face all your fears, drink it at me. There's so many donuts on them back streets. Sit so high in the nosebleeds. Feel like I can fly. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nosebleeds Podcast. That's K-N-O-W-S. Bleeds is your boy. You already know it's your boy, Kush, and I'm here with my host with the most, Mr. Corey Johnson, as always. Corey, how you doing, my man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back to back, 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 back. If I can speak back on the Nosebleeds Podcast, let's get it, boy. Like, man, I tell you what, I was just literally telling you, Kush, this podcast is therapy. I mean, like when all of life's up and downs be hitting all at once throughout the week, when you hit on the podcast, you just be like, bro, forget all that mess. And we can just talk some straight sports, bro. That's that's what it's all about. For sure. We hope you guys enjoy the content we put out with these episodes as much as we love putting them together for you guys. So Make sure you guys are tuning in, as always, to the Nosebleed. But let's get into it. We have not talked about baseball, Major League Baseball, in a minute. Yes, so let's sir. talk about it because the offseason's over. Spring training is officially underway. So let's go through each and every team and give them a grade based on key additions and departures from their teams from this off season. So let's start off with the National League East. We got the Nationals. Some people they added was Josh Bell, Brad Hand, Kyle Schwarber, John Lester, and Ryan Zimmerman. They extended him. Key losses they had was Howie Kendrick, Adam Eaton, Kurt Suzuki, and Sean Doolittle. What grade are you giving them, Corey? I'm giving the Nats a, a solid C. Because I feel like they didn't, like, move anywhere. Like, they didn't get totally worse, but they didn't get, like, really better, if that makes sense. So, I mean, I feel like they kind of stayed kind of grounded. Like, they're still a really solid uh, competitive team. I mean, when you think about it, um, do I feel like they're on the same sort of level that they were when they were going and challenging for the World Series? Maybe not. But I feel like they still uh, were able to make some solid pickups like Kyle Schwarber getting him uh, was a nice little pickup. John Lester adding him into your rotation. I mean, he's a solid veteran guy. Um, And then re-signing, you know, Zimmerman, controversial. I mean, some people might say that was a good move. Some people might say that was a bad move. But Josh Bell, I think, is probably the highlight of their uh, their offseason. You know, picking up that guy is going to be a huge, huge addition for them overall but I'm just curious on whether or not the chemistry is going to be there because I mean for the most part a lot of the guys that were a part of that very much historic run to the World Series uh, a couple of years ago Howie Kendrick, Kurt Suzuki, Doolittle they're all heading out the door and I mean this team kind of looks like they're trying to find an identity they're still I think a competitive team but overall like I said I don't feel like they got better and I don't feel like they got a whole lot worse. So C right in the middle for me. 
I'm going to go with a B with all the additions. I just think last year was a rough year for them as they finished fourth in the NL East. And that's just due to injuries. They were just banged up all season long. Um, but I think Josh Bell, good addition. He's going to be looking for a bounce back year because he didn't have a good one. And then uh, losing Sean Doolittle, replacing him with Brad Hand was a good move in my opinion. But the Nationals, like for them, I think they, they definitely need a bounce back year. And but this this division's hard given what the Braves have done, what the Mets have done, which we'll get into in a bit. But so I, it's it's still going to be rough for the Nationals. But I think they had a good offseason, which is why I gave them a B. Let's move on to the Braves. They added Charlie Morton, Drew Smiley, and they extended Marcel Ozuna. They lost Adam Duvall and Mark Melanson. What are you giving them, Corey? I'm gonna give them uh, a B. I feel like the Braves are. They've always been that team that have been on the cusp of doing something. I feel like last year they could have done something, but, you know, hey, I, I felt like nobody in the National League really could have touched the Dodgers last year, even with a 10-foot pole. So <laughs> they just really got the short end of the stick. But I feel like the Braves, um, like I said, I feel like they are a competitive team and they should be trying to strive to go after a World Series um, because they have the talent. And I feel like, you know, they've always been able to, to be a team that can hit the ball, but it's just a matter of can they be able to have the pitching staff that can shut guys down. And I feel like veteran Charlie Morton is a guy that can help the rotation. I feel Drew Smiley is also a good uh, pitcher to come in as well. But Marcelo Zuna, I mean, there was talks that he might be dipping out and heading away from Atlanta, but the Braves, credit to him, were able to keep him and uh, hit him with an extension. So um, I think that overall, I don't see them as necessarily the favorites to win the NL East, but I think that they are definitely going to be a very strong team this season. Uh, I'm going to give them a B plus. I think they got better this season. And I mean, they were up three, one on the Dodgers, even mm -hmm. the Dodgers are a different team this year, but exactly that they were up three, one on the Dodgers, almost knocking on the door of the world series, but it was tough, but definitely adding a guy like Charlie Moore and a veteran who still has some juice in the tank and then drew smiley. And then the biggest thing for them this off season was re-signing Marcelo Zuna guy who had an MVP season last year oh, and, and just uh, were able to, sign him to a, I think it was a four-year extension so a B plus for the Braves I think they had a hell of an offseason got even better um, and they were already contenders so definitely a good offseason for them I love how you had to mention about them blowing that 3-1 lead just typical Atlanta sports I, know. <laughs> I mean if anybody knows anything about blowing 3-1 leads it's me so <laughs> I have a yeah so <laughs> I brought that up on myself, but <laughs> let's oh, move on. We got the Phillies. They added Archie Bradley, Jose Alvarado, re-signed JT Riamuto, re-signed Didi Gregorius, got Tony Watson and Hector Rondon, but they lost David Robertson and Brandon Workman. What are you giving them, Corey? I, I would say because of the Riamuto signing and uh, keeping Didi, um, I'm going to go with a, a, a B-plus for this one because – the Phillies were in danger of losing out on some of their uh, star guys because they, because obviously with the pandemic, a lot of teams got heavily affected monetarily wise, and they were just trying to figure out, can they, do they have enough money to be able to pay JT? And the same thing with uh, 
with Didi Gregorius. Um, overall, I feel like the Phillies are a team right now that I don't think a lot of people are mentioning as far as them, even though they have Bryce Harper and even though they have a lot of uh, solid uh, bats in the lineup, I don't think a lot of people are mentioning the Phillies as far as being one of the teams that a lot of people expect to get to the World Series. They're kind of like in this division of so many teams that could potentially get to the playoffs and (laughs) win this division that they're kind of going under the radar a bit, but I feel like this team definitely improved a lot. And I think one of the biggest things that we're going to have to see on whether or not these uh, offseason moves paid off is whether or not the pitching is going to be able to stand up because the pitching for the Phillies last season was a hit or miss. And I think it was ultimately their downfall as to why they had such an underwhelming season. But overall, if they're able to, if they're able to fix that, then I think that going into this year, we'll see whether or not Bryce Harper can finally maybe try and get to the World Series for the first time in his career. I'm going to give him a C plus. Um, JT Riumuto definitely helped that grade. Otherwise, it was going to be a bad grade for them mm. because I just feel like they're spending a lot of money but not getting a lot of production out of it. Their money they're spending, um, their bullpen absolutely atrocious worse in the league one of the worst bullpens in mlb history that's how bad they were last year but they went out they got archie bradley jose alvarado tony watson hector rondon so i mean they tried to they it's not like they just didn't do anything about it they added guys we'll see if it works but they definitely lost brandon workman and david robertson so those are two key guys in the bullpen that they lost as well too probably their two best bullpen arms right there that they lost so it'll be tough but that's why i gave them a c plus they it was really just JT Riomoto and Didi Gregorius getting them extended and then adding the little bits and pieces to their bullpen. And then we got the New York Mets. They got Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, James McCann, Kevin Pillar, Jonathan VR, Trevor Mate, Taewon Walker. They lost Jake Marisnik, Justin Wilson, Rick Porcello, Todd Frazier, Ahmed Rosario, and Andres Jimenez. They had a busy, busy offseason. What are you giving him, Corey? I would say it was a busy offseason. Um, I think Lindor, for me, kind of sets this sort of apart because if you look at what they got as far as McCann, you know, all right, Carrasco, I like. Pilar, we'll see. Uh, and then from there, I, I, I feel like it would have probably been uh, a, 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 just a solid B grade. But I think Lindor takes this team up a notch i think i had to give them a b plus with francisco Lindor going their way um i think this team definitely has expectations of if we're not challenging for the world series then what are we doing because it's been so long since i think it's been what since uh 2015 since they were last in the world series that was the last time that they were there and had a a, a real close chance of winning it um but yeah i mean they they're looking right now because like new york sports is looking like they got so many different teams that are competing right now even the knicks are competing uh, right now for a potential championship not their football teams hey on the low low but hey on the mets right now as far as baseball wise i think they're the best team in new york to be honest with you and uh i think wow i think the yankees i I think i think that they they can go well I think that they can go toe-to-toe with them. It's not like it was like just like a big gap. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if the Mets um, challenged the Yankees this year, is what I'm saying. So so many years in the, uh, since they went to the World Series, it's it's been more so Yankees over the Mets. But I feel like this, this 
could be a potential turning point if they're able to keep the guys healthy and the pitching staff doesn't fall off the rails. That's been like the biggest problem because they've had bats. They just have not had any sort of consistent uh, pitching staff. So I feel like if the staff stays healthy and if they're able to, you know, get solid production from their guys, then they should, they should really be trying to challenge for a world series. I'm not saying this year's world series of us, but I'm saying that within the next two, three years with Lindor, you got to be challenging for a world series. Wow. Bold, bold takes here on the nose, please, with Corey Johnson, as always. But uh, I'm going to give him an A. I think they had a hell of an offseason, like Corey said. Francisco Lindor moved that needle like crazy. I think even without Francisco Lindor, they had a pretty good offseason. But with him, like you got the best shortstop in the MLB, James McCann, who can still get it done. I don't think he got a good enough opportunity in uh, Chicago uh, behind Yasmani Grandal. And then Carlos Carrasco, I think he was a part of that Francisco Lindor trade. And I think he just kind of flew under the radar as one of the additions for the Mets. So I'm a big fan of that addition. And then really they didn't lose anybody like serious. So, I mean, these guys, they finished uh, last last year so i mean they have a lot of work to do but obviously they were fighting injuries and stuff as well and they're going to be uh, needing bounce back seasons from guys like pete alonso as well too but for right now they're getting an a from me because they got the best shortstop in the mlb in francisco lindor last up in the nl east we got the miami marlins they added adam duvall anthony bass adam simber dylan floro they lost reen stanick and jordan yamamoto what are you giving them I'm going to go see for the Marlins. Um, I, I I feel like they, they had a really surprisingly good year last year. Like I don't think anybody expected uh, the, the Marlins to make it to the po- uh, postseason. Like I definitely did not see that coming. I expected them to be one of the worst teams in the MLB and then all lo and behold, they made it to the postseason. So um, I feel like they are still like, they're not obviously uh in the rebuild mode or they're not one of the worst teams like in the league. Absolutely not. I think that they can still challenge um, in a tough division. It's just, I don't know if they'll have the same amount of success that they had last year with every single team getting somewhat better in this division. You know what I mean? Cause like, that's why I have to give them a C because it's like, I don't see how their acquisitions put them in the same bracket as the Mets as the Nationals and as the Braves, to be honest with you, or the even the Phillies. Yeah, for me, they're getting the lowest grade. They're getting a C out of this division, like you said. I feel like they didn't really do much. Adam Duvall, great. Um, they added some bullpen arms, but really, honestly, last year to me was an absolute fluke. I don't think the Marlins are going to do what they did last year, um, and I could see this team being at the bottom of the barrel once again, not saying that they're bad, but because they have a great farm system right now with some of the prospects that they have in that system. But absolutely. I just think that while everyone got better, they were kind of just stagnant. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We got the NL Central. Let's start with the Cubbies. They added Jock Peterson, Jake Arrieta, Trevor Williams, Jake Marisnik, and Zach Davies. They lost you, Darvish, Kyle Schwarber, John Lester, Jose Quintana, Billy Hamilton, and Tyler Chatwood. What are you giving them? Uh, it's I like them picking up Jock Peterson, Jake Arrieta. Maybe he finds his form back in uh, Chicago like he did before uh, he left. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm gonna just I'm gonna play it safe and I'm gonna go with uh, a B minus here. I didn't really get blown away with some of the off- offseason moves. Um, 
I mean, depending on who you talk to as far as a Cub fan, some people were sad that you Darvish was no longer on the team. Other people were kind of like <laughs> about to throw a parade that you Darvish wasn't on the team anymore. But I feel like they had a big loss to their rotation. I mean, you want to talk about you Darvish, John Lester, Jose Quintana. I mean, those guys have really been uh, long stays apart of this franchise's uh, team. Um especially Lester, I feel like he was a, a major part in uh, when they were, you know, in serious contention for World Series. And then also Kyle Schwarber going was a real, like, kind of just flew over my head. I was like, oh, wow, no more Schwarber? Like, kind of just, you know, I feel like that was a small loss that they'll feel like maybe middle of the season. And depending on that, who's hot with the offense, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see because their offense is just so up and down these past few years. And it's just mind boggling that you have Anthony Rizzo and you have Chris Bryant, two of the best offensively gifted players with the bat in their hand. And it's like, this team struggles for offense for no reason. And it's just crazy to me. For me, I, I think they had a bad off season. I'm gonna give him a D Kyle Schwarber. They lost him, replaced him with Jock Peterson, pretty much the same guy, a lot of power, not a good fielder, not a lot of speed. And then Jake Arietta, Yeah, great. They brought him back, but for $7 million, uh-uh, that's, that's not good. And then I just losing you Darvish, John Lester, Jose Quintana, that rotation took a big hit. They got Zach Davies, who I am a fan of, but I mean, next season, you got Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, and Anthony Rizzo all hitting free agency. So, I mean, if you don't do anything this season, these guys are going to want to contend. And they could all, all three of those guys, I could definitely see them walking away from the Cubs. So, this is going to be a big season for the Cubs. But this offseason, I think they did a horrible job, and I'm going to give them a D. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Reds. They added Sean Doolittle and Tyler Naquin, and they lost trevor bauer rysel iglesias archie bradley and brian goodwin what are you giving him uh i'm gonna go with the my first d grade here for the the reds i mean it was talks that trevor bauer was probably gonna dip and leave but i feel like the dude literally was like a starlet for you i mean like i get like this is a small market team they can't really you know empty the brink truck on uh, Trevor Bauer, but you knew he was going to probably dip on them. And that was a big loss. Archie Bradley was a loss for them as well. And to be honest with you, I feel like the Reds, um, they kind of, I feel like they, they, we had a high expectations for the Reds last season, I think Kush, and we kind of expected them to kind of be like our sleeper team as far as potentially, you know, flirting with trying to make an upset and going deep in the postseason last year. But I feel like now it's kind of like, you know, back to the drawing board kind of not saying that it's bad, but, or they're going to be a bad team necessarily. It's just, um, they, they kind of lost a real key asset as far as pitching wise in Trev Bauer and, also Archie Bradley as well. And I, I'm just wondering where do they kind of go from here? So that's why I have to give them a D grade for me because they didn't really, I don't think that they necessarily improve. And I feel like you lose a guy like Trevor Bauer, you're going to get worse. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. I'm giving them a D as well too. Like you said, we were talking about these guys competing and potentially being sleepers to contend for the world series, but it took, it, it seems like they took a gigantic step back, not even just losing Trevor Bauer. Well, with Trevor Bauer, it seems like they didn't even, they didn't even have any like 
interest in going after him. They didn't even offer him anything. So they were just fine with letting him walk after he had a Cy Young season and then losing those guys in the bullpen as well, too. Yeah, they got Sean Doolittle. But I mean, these guys like they, they literally took a gigantic step back. And I'm not saying this was uh, they're, they're going to finish last in the division or second to last or whatever. But these guys literally they, they they were on the brink of contention and took a gigantic step backwards. So that's why I'm giving him a D. Next, we got the Milwaukee Brewers. They added Colton Wong, Brett Anderson, and Carl Edwards Jr. They lost Ben Gamble, Alex Claudio, and Corey Nabel. And uh, what are you giving him? I'm going to go with uh... – I mean, it's tough with the Brewers because I'm trying to figure out what type of team that they're going to potentially be next year. Um, I'll say C for me just because I, I like Colton Wong. I feel like he he's a good piece as far as, like, you know, the stuff that I see him do with, uh, what was it, uh, St. Louis, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think he was, like, with uh, St. Louis. And I like the fact that um, they're bringing in a guy who's a good, solid outfield guy. Um, but – I feel like with the Brewers, right? Because like they've had like majority of their issues pitching wise, like bullpen wise, solid, but starting wise, it's kind of like hit or miss, which we've seen in the past has burned them in the in the postseason, especially. So um, I would have liked them to more so address that, but again, you know, these small market teams that can only do so much, and I get that money's kind of tight. So I mean, I feel like they did the best they could, which is you know, C grade for me, like you are trying to improve, but, you know, I, I, I just don't see them, you know, making a leap and bound of like, you know, going like, like they didn't get better, but they didn't get worse. Exactly. Like they didn't go like to the levels of the Cardinals in this division. And it wasn't bad enough to where the Cubs or the, uh, or the Reds. So I think the Brewers got to go to C there. I'm going to give him a C minus uh, Colton Wong. Cool. Great addition. But yeah, like you said, their starting rotation struggled big time and they didn't do anything to help that. And with their bullpen, they lost two key bullpen arms. And I mean, they got Carl Edwards Jr. Who is kind of on a, on a make or break contract, like a prove it, prove it contract is what I meant yeah. to say. Um, so C minus for me, didn't get better, didn't get worse, but definitely didn't help their starting pitching rotation. Then we got the Pittsburgh Pirates. They added Todd Frazier, Tyler Anderson, Tony Walters, Brian Goodwin, and a ton of prospects, but they lost Keone Keela, Chris Archer, Josh Bell, Joe Musgrove, and Jameson Tyen. What are you giving the grade for the Pirates? I mean, it's – I would say on, on a rebuilding aspect, you would say – they definitely got what they wanted. They got a ton of prospects and they have something to build on for the future. But as far as right now, like the pirates are still the pirates. I feel like they gave up a lot and, you know, adding in Todd Frazier, I mean, cool, but ultimately I think the, the big ticket item was those prospects and you're hoping that they turn into something. So I, I think that on one end, they don't necessarily get better as a team. I think they're still going to be, you know, in the basement of this division. But on the other hand, you have something to at least look forward to in the, from their uh, from their farm system because they got, like, a lot of guys that they um, are hoping turn out into future stars in this league. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But ultimately, I think my grade is going to uh, be a C, a C here because I think that they maximized on um, what they had and they had to get prospects. 
I was going to give them an F, but because they got a ton of prospects and we don't know how that's going to turn out for them, I'm giving them a D minus. Um, they literally lost all their good players. And I'm not like, I'm not mad at them for doing it because they understand they're hitting the full rebuild button. But I mean, damn, they are not going to be able to <laughs> compete. It's just going to be bad. These guys are going to be not even at the bottom of the barrel of the division, but the entire MLB. So yeah, it's I think tough. they're like projected to lose like over 100 games this season. Yeah. If I'm sorry, Pirates fans, but it's going to be a rough season and maybe even a rough couple seasons. So just hang tight in there. <laughs> I feel for you. Yep. And then we got the St. Louis Cardinals, one of the bigger off seasons, added Nolan Arenado and $50 million. And then they <laughs> extended Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. They lost Austin Gomber, Colton Wong, and Dexter Fowler. What are you giving the Cardinals? Uh, I feel like they were the big winners of this division. So I'm I'm definitely have to give them an A here for sure. Cause you got a guy like Nolan Arenado, you're hoping and praying with the organization that the St. Louis Cardinals have, he's going to help you be a top tier team in this, in the NL, because the, the, the Cardinals are always a team that's in the conversation. They're like the Spurs to me a little bit. Like they're almost like that team that you're expecting them to maybe be, you know, middle of the barrel, but they just somehow some way are always going to be, in that playoff contention sort of team. And I feel like they might even try to flirt with trying to be above that. So they might be a team that maybe could, you know, try to challenge the Dodgers. Um, I think there's a lot of high expectations on Nolan Arenado. I want to see what he looks like, you know, in the first three or so months in the first half of the season um, and then see whether or not they're going to be a legitimate team. But I think, you know, getting back Wainwright and get it back Yachty definitely show that they're, they're trying to cope. They're trying to win for sure. They're not trying to, you know, uh, by any means uh, settle by just making the playoffs. They brought those guys back for a reason. That's to, you know, get that old familiar band back together and try to win another World Series like they always seem to try and do. Yeah, I mean, they got Nolan freaking Arenado, the best third <laughs> baseman arguably in the entire league. And not only that, they got $50 million as well, too. So I don't know what the what Rockies were thinking. Right now, bro? Mm, pay Nolan Arenado's contract to <laughs> the Cardinals. So, but, and... And the crazy thing is, it's like, okay, you must have paid big money to get Nolan Arenado and $50 million. You must have given up Dylan Carlson, your big ticket prospect, or Gomber, or not Gomber, sorry, uh, Gorman, their backup third baseman prospect who had who they have high hopes for. Like, but no, they didn't give up either of those guys. And the Cardinals just stacked up themselves again. And that's why I'm giving them an A an a all along because um damn they had a hell of offseason and completely fleeced the rockies all right let's move on to the nl west we have the defending world series champs the dodgers went out added trevor bauer extended justin turner brought in Corey nabel blake trinan they extended him brought in tommy canlin and brennan morrow they lost jock peterson kike hernandez and jake mcgee what are you giving the dodgers I'm gonna give them uh, an A because they just seem like they retooled. They they didn't seem like they like they they were loaded, like they emptied all their bullets in 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 their gun last season just to win that World Series, and they were like 
yeah, we're not trying to have no World Series hangover. We're trying to bring in Trevor Bauer. We're trying to re-sign Justin Turner. And we're trying to address the needs that we need to make. And they definitely did that. They bolstered up their bullpen. They bolstered up their uh, their pitching rotation. And they kept the lineup, if not somewhat at bay. I feel like they're definitely going to miss Jack Peterson and Kike because Kike just always seemed to pop up with those – sleeper type moments where it was like yo what the heck like he would always have like a big home run or a big hit that would always seem to you know get the guy uh get the Dodgers going and I feel like they're definitely gonna miss him with him departing but overall I think that this is still the team to beat because at the end of the day you add in Trevor Bauer on top of having you know Kershaw Bueller and this you know, team is just continuously trying to just say, hey, we're it's the Dodgers versus the field, essentially. And a lot of people are expecting the Dodgers to be sort of like the the the, the super team of the MLB. But I mean, we'll have to wait and see because it's it's been a little while since the team has repeated as World Series champions. Yeah, I mean. I think the Dodgers are something like 60% to repeat, which is an insane percentage to repeat. So, I mean, you had Trevor Bauer. If he can replicate what he did last season as a Cy Young pitcher, I mean, Dodgers are (laughs) in the conversation as one of the greatest teams of all time in MLB. Uh, So, it's insane didn't like give up anything as far as the farms that's what always is crazy about the Dodgers they always seem to have like these guys that come up out of the farm system that yeah realize yeah their farm system is loaded and it's crazy like you said like they have the best roster and then they have one of the best farm systems as well too so it's just not fair yeah they lost they lost Jock Peterson and Kike Hernandez I know those two guys were fan favorites but I mean if you're getting Trevor Bauer you're not going to complain at all (laughs) and then you add Corey Nable you'd uh, add Tommy Canely and Brandon Morrow, great bullpen arms right there. And they might even have the best bullpen. So the Dodgers for me, a plus one of the few a pluses I'm going to give out this uh, episode, but I mean, they deserve it. They literally just got better when you didn't think they could. Let's move on. We got the Colorado Rockies. They added CJ Crone and Austin Gomber, but they lost Nolan Arenado, uh, Tony Walters, David Dahl, Kevin Pillar, Daniel Murphy, and $50 million. So what are you giving them? This is my first F of the episode. Uh, Rocky's down bad, man. They over there freezing in the cold, bro. It's really sad to see that uh, they just went down terrible. And like you said, Kush, when you talked about uh, – the Cardinals getting Arenado, you would have thought that the Rockies would have been getting something to at least be looking forward to as far as big ticket item, but we via a prospect or, you know, a player in return or something, but they, like you said, got really fleeced and didn't really do anything of note that will, how do you excite this, you know, Colorado fan base when it's like, yeah, we lost pretty much all of our major players. Daniel Murphy gone, Nolan Arenado gone. It's like, what do you have to look forward to this upcoming season, bro? I think they have like one of either the worst or the second worst odds to win the World Series at like 0.1% or 0.2%. <laughs> Not even a full percent. Not even a full percent. So I, I'm giving them a straight up F. My So it, it's just bad. I already 
Corey hit the nail on the head. He gave up Nolan Arenado and $50 million, which I still don't like when I heard, when I saw this, I was like, okay, let's, let's wait a while. Cause there has to be more. There's no way they just gave up Arenado $50 million and just got back Austin Gomber. Like there has to be more to this. And yeah. lo and behold, there was absolutely nothing. nothing. So, I mean, all this team really has now is Charlie Blackman. I mean, Trevor story, Hermaine Marquez. So, and how long before those guys start saying that they want out? That's what so. I'm saying. So, yeah, it's it's tough. And just like the Pirates fans, Rocky fans, I'm sorry. It's going to be a long season and long couple seasons, I should say, for you guys. On the other hand. And then we got the San Diego Padres <laughs> went out and got Blake Snell, Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Mark Melanson, Keone Kila, Haseon Kim, and extended jerks in Pro Far. They did lose Kirby Yates. They lost Trevor Rosenthal, Mitch Moreland, Joey Lucchese, Francisco Mejia, Zach Davies, and Luis Patino. But damn. And you didn't even mention, gave their dude a monstrous contract. I did not even, yes, I didn't even mention that. They gave their guy, um, Fernando Tatis. Fernando Tatis. I, I, I blanked his name because I was just looking at that 14 years. <laughs> 14-year contract is what I was looking at, and I just completely forgot who they gave it to. Fernando Tatis Jr. Dude's literally 21, 22 years old and... Set for life. Yeah, basically. So and they, death. <laughs> Set for life and death, Kush. <laughs> so the Padres had a hell of an offseason. What are you giving them? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be the pessimistic, but like... It is the Padres, so I will be, you know, allow me to say pump the brakes a little bit. But, hey, you know, they got Blake Schnell, and they did pick up you, Darvish. So, I mean, they got exactly what they needed, and you re-signed your guy to a monstrous deal. I would say just on paper right now, you want to say A, but I will say they got a B-plus for me. And I'll say B-plus. I'll say B-plus for the reason of it is the Padres, Kutch. So many times this team has made some gigantic offseason moves. And how did they turn out? They kind of been hit or miss. It's only been since the past uh, year or so where they started to started to started to get things going in the right direction. And the reason I'm also going to say uh, B plus is the fact that they are in a division that does feature the Dodgers. Now, we granted we do expect them to go to the postseason this year. It's just a matter of can they did they do enough this offseason to get to put them even in inches close to the Dodgers or anywhere near the Dodgers push? Because that's where I'm looking at, because I would have gave them an A if they were touching, you know, L.A. And right now, I just don't know if they are. I feel like they're a little bit underneath. I feel like the Dodgers are, are still above them and still favorites to win the division. And I right now, you know. Of course, barring any injuries, you know, via spring training or any COVID or anything like that, I still got the Dodgers above them. Well, yeah, I do too. But I mean, we just talked about how the Dodgers might be one of the <laughs> greatest MLB teams true, ever. True, true. And the Padres might have just had the greatest MLB offseason ever. With I don't know where the hell they got all this money from, <laughs> but they went out and Carmen they Carmen San Diego, baby. That's where they got it from. They splurged and they did a hell of a job. Got Blake Snell, who is 
probably one of the best lefty pitchers in the entire game. They get you Darvish, they get Joe Musgrove, and then they get bullpen arms and Keone Kila, and then Haseon Kim, another shortstop behind Fernando Tatis Jr. So, I mean, they've got one of the best international prospects in Haseon Kim, and they really didn't lose out on a lot of – I mean, Kirby Yates, yeah, they lost out on him and, and Zach Davies, but you're willing to give up those guys for the pitchers <laughs> you got. And, I mean, they, their offensive firepower is already there, so you don't have to worry about the offense. It's just stacking up that rotation. And I think behind the Dodgers, they have the best rotation in the league. So it's basically they're at a 1A, 1B kind of thing. I still, I'm still giving it to the Dodgers 100%. But to say the Padres only get a B and not even an A? Not even an A? B plus, but B plus. not even it feels, a, a is insane. You know it feels they like? had it one feels of the like craziest I, I, I didn't want to do. I didn't. Hey, you criticized me for when I did the uh, the B plus slash A minus thing for the James Harden deal for the Brooklyn Nets. So I was like, hey, <laughs> this feels more B plus than A minus to me, just because I feel like, man, I I, I love Blake Schnell. I I think, like you said, one of the best arms in in, in the MLB and. and he it, the crazy thing is he did not even want to leave. He wanted to be in Tampa. He wanted to be there. But I'm like the Padres are like, yo, we'll pay, we'll take them. And so, um, like you said, their 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 pitching rotation definitely takes a huge step up with him in it and you Darvish. But I'm just like, yo, I'm not sure if this is. I'm not sure if this is going to work out. I'm not sure if this is going to 100% work out, which is why I have to say B+. I mean, if they didn't run into the Dodgers, I think they would have met him in the NLCS. And, I mean, For you sure. only got better. You literally sure. only got better. So, I mean, I'm I'm all aboard the Padres hype train. I don't know, call me crazy or not, but I'm all aboard it. So, Padres A-plus for me. To be but- determined for Corey. <laughs> Let's move on. San Francisco Giants. They extended Kevin Gossman, got Tommy Listella, got Alex Wood and Jake McGee. They dr- lost Drew Smiley and Tony Watson. What are you giving them? Um, I feel like uh, like I, I feel like the Giants are still trying to you know figure things out a little bit. Um, I I, I want to say like they they, you know, you compare them to obviously to the Padres and the Dodgers, and it's like you know they're kind of like you know, third tier uh, down below, but uh, I, I'll give the, the, the giants a, a, a solid C for me. I, I don't, I don't think that they necessarily, you know, did enough or did a whole lot that, you know, matches either the teams that I mentioned above them. So I think that they kind of like, I don't want to say stay middle of the pack, but, you know, I think that's essentially where they're probably going to be in the grand scheme of things this season with the moves that they made. I'm going to give them a B minus. I think they did get a better, but barely better. So, and I mean, they had a late season run where they were pushing for the playoffs. And true, true. I, I think this, this team is one of the teams where they take full advantage of the division rival. Like they will poke at the Dodgers. Like they will surprise them a couple games and beat them. They will oh, yeah. surprise the Padres and beat them a couple times, but you know, they'll never like blow you away and uh, you know, be a playoff team. But I think they did get, uh, better yeah they lost drew smiley but they got alex wood jake mcgee another uh option for the bullpen and then tommy listell i think he's one of the he's an underrated player in the league in general guy just hits for contact and he gets on base so <laughs> yeah. i think that's something that the giants definitely need so i'm gonna give him a b minus 
And then we got the last team in the NL West. We have the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks added Joaquin Soria, Azdrubal Cabrera, and Chris Devensky. Didn't lose anybody really notable. So what are you going to give them? Um, I, I like the signing of uh, of Soria uh, because I, I feel like this the the Diamondbacks. You know, they they have you know, some offense that they can utilize, but I, I don't know. I just, I just think that, you know, alongside the giants, this team is going to be trying to, you know, obviously, um, you know, make a, a late push for the postseason. but I, I just don't know if they're good enough to do so. So I, I I'm going to give them a grade of, uh, of a, a C because I just don't think that this, is uh is gonna be enough i think a c is is probably where i'm gonna go with the diamondbacks yeah i'm right there with you i'm gonna give them a c because yeah they're in a tough tough division where you have the dodgers and padres who are gigantic powerhouses right now and and the diamondbacks are just very stalemate they're not good they're not bad i mean they're more on the bad side in my opinion than good but especially madison bumgardner he's not playing to that contract that they gave him so it's tough i like the joaquin soria addition but that's about it there's really nothing to it i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it all right let's move on to the american league we got the al east let's start off with the powerhouse yankees they added Corey kluber jameson tyan darren o'day justin wilson robinson chirinos they extended gj lemayhew added Derek dietrich they lost adam Ottavino, tommy canely Mashahiro Tanaka and James Paxton. So like the Mets, the other New York team had a busy offseason. What are you giving them? See, now, had they not re-signed DJ LeMahieu, I probably would have said that they would have dropped down to just like a B minus. But because they re-signed him, I got to give them a, a, a B plus because I feel like you get Corey Kluber, man. Like that was a big move right there because if you're going to lose out on Tanaka – you got to, you know, bring in somebody, you know, especially with, uh, you know, with your with the way that their pitching has been kind of like all over the place. And then DJ LeMahieu, I feel like, you know, everybody talks about Stanton and everybody talks about Aaron Judge. Everybody talks about Aaron Judge and, and Stanton. But DJ LeMahieu, to me, is the best guy in the lineup because you know what you get with DJ LeMahieu. The guy gets on base. He hits and he just does his job like he's like he's like the new england patriots <laughs> perfect player he just does his job and the yankees definitely need a guy who is consistent the way that dj lemayhew is consistent now do you love the contract i mean that's probably a debate i think it was a team-friendly contract you know, i i love it because of the production value that you get out of him i mean you could argue that he maybe could have warranted more so honestly i i feel like the yankees um their biggest thing is whether or not they can stay healthy that's always been like their biggest issue and it definitely was an issue last season and it might even be an issue this season because every single time you look up a guy for the yankees last year was going down with the with the injury was going down on the uh the injured list so you're you're hoping that they have added enough in the department of guys who can stay healthy which, you know, you, you hope that will make them a legitimate team to be feared again. But in this division, you expect them to win the division this year. I mean, last year was kind of surprising that they didn't win it, but you expect them to win it this year. 
Yeah, for me, I mean, like you said, health is always the biggest concern with this team. They lost Tanaka. He went back to Japan, and then James Paxton went to Seattle. So, I mean, they added Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyan, both guys who I think still have juice in their tank. Jamison Tyan's coming off of two Tommy John surgeries, but so far in spring training, he's looked good. Um, Justin Wilson, uh, underrated lefty guy in the bullpen. So, I mean, and then DJ LeMahieu, that extension, I think it was actually a team-friendly contract that he got so shout out to the Yankees and I'm gonna give him an A minus um but biggest thing is the health of uh Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stan I mean Aaron Judge I don't know if you've seen but the London look is gone homeboy has a new set of teeth yes he, sir. he, he plays yes, that gut looking like Chip Skylark shiny teeth in me <laughs> so, I mean you hope you hope the looks you know translates to better production on the field as well well not better production because he already he always rakes at the he plate rakes, he rakes but you just hope that, he can, that will translate in the wind department because right you know, his his value is 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 humongous, but like, dude's just like damn near almost like Anthony Davis. <laughs> like it's like, bro, stay healthy, please. Made of Don't glass. turn to glass. Yes, yes. Exactly. But I mean, and they're also getting uh Luis Severino around All Star break, so that's gonna be a huge addition yeah, back. They missed Sebi them last year for sure. And then Luke Voigt had an MVP type season last year, so I mean, they're gonna be yeah. look get him to repeat that and uh so we'll see because they also have some good uh pitching prospects as well clark schmidt you have there um so it, it'll be interesting for the yankees but i'm gonna give him an a minus i also like the fact that um they're putting a lot more trust in uh their young outfielder oh man what's his name clint frazier clint frazier yeah they're they're making him their uh they're starting i think left fielder now and they're um, bringing Gardner off the bench as as depth. So I feel like that's 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 putting faith in a guy who last year had to ride the pine, almost got traded. Like there was rumors that he was supposed to be getting traded at the deadline last year, but nothing materialized. Well, they were finally and, utilizing him because that's mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's just he's he just felt like he was there. He didn't know what to do, and he wasn't getting games. And it's like, what 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 am I supposed to do? And I feel like you know him now finally getting in. In, in in the spotlight and, and now being able to be like okay kid go out there and you know do something is is shows faith and it shows confidence and it also is going to be a, a huge thing for them throughout the course of the season because I think he's a guy that can provide them with production throughout the course of the season if you know some of their guys go down with injuries he can maybe pick help pick up the slack and then like when you get postseason time you save Gardner who you know, let's face it, if he was like starting majority of the games, he would probably get injured at some point. And it's like, it's almost like with Chris Paul, like with Chris Paul, like he didn't have to do so much with OKC. He stayed healthy and then he was able to, you know, show what he could do in the playoffs. Um, I think the same thing could happen if the Yankees are able to use some of the young talent. And, you know, similar to the Dodgers, they let all the young guys, you know, pretty much carry them throughout the regular season. And then they let their veteran players take over in the postseason. So I think the Yankees may, maybe are trying to follow suit with the way they went about their business this offseason. Yeah. And a big name who is going to be looking at for a bounce back season is Clay Torres. So it'll be interesting to see because if he can go back to his old ways, the Yankees lineup is going to be scary as we all know them to be. Let's move on to their rivals, the Red Sox. They added Kike Hernandez, Marwin Gonzalez, Hunter Renfro, Garrett Richards, Franchi Cordero, and Adam Ottavino. They lost Andrew Benatendi, Jose Peraza, and Jackie Bradley Jr., who is still a free agent, so he might re-sign back with them. But as of right now, he's not on their team. What do you give the Red Sox? 
Um, I like the fact that they picked up uh, Kike. Um, Benintendi was like, I felt like a low key uh, big miss for them. Like, but we'll see. Um, and then, like you said, uh, JBJ, we'll see if he comes back or not. But it's just crazy, Kush, how this team was literally not a few years ago in contention for winning the World Series. And literally, it just seems like rebuild like happened so quick. <laughs> I mean, they won a World Series. Exactly. They were they won the World Series and then boom, rebuild button got hit so quick. And I'm like, damn. But uh, I think that they they. They did okay. It's, it's not it's not anything flashy or anything like that. But I think for the team that they are right now, they, they you know, I would I would probably say C minus to be honest with you for the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a C minus as well. I think Andrew Penintendi was a big loss for them just because Huge. this guy was at one point in time a top 15 outfielder in the entire MLB. So I mean, and he's only 26. He's still very 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 young. So I mean Andrew Benatendi still has a lot of life. And I think um, trading him and then getting Franchi Cordero, a guy who doesn't have a lot of experience, who hasn't produced a lot. So, I mean, that's a hit or miss. You don't know what you're going to get from him. And then but adding uh, platoon guys or utility guys like uh, Kike Hernandez and Marwin Gonzalez, great. Hunter Renfro, another big bat for them who struggles mightily against uh, righties. But, I mean, and Garrett Richards actually I think was an underrated signing. Uh, but C- minus. Really, nothing, nothing spectacular. They, I think they, they lost more than they gained, so that's why I'm gonna give them a C minus. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to the Tampa Bay Rays, the American League champions. They added Chris Archer, Colin McHugh, Rich Hill, Francisco Mejia, Luis Patino, but they lost Blake Snell, Charlie Bourne, Jose Alvarado, and Hunter Renfro. What are you giving them? Man, losing Blake Snell is a big loss, dude. Especially after you literally went to the World Series and. If things maybe bounce your way, maybe you win the damn thing. I mean, they were right there. Uh, they don't pull them out you. early. Exactly. But, man, I feel like losing Blake Schnell is, is going to be a big loss and not being able to really replace his value or, you know, mimic his value, at least with, like, some, uh, some uh, you know, production guys that could maybe – together matches value it's gonna suck so i, I gotta get the raise uh i gotta go go d plus because i just didn't think that they they did anything off season wise that that matched the momentum that they had riding off of the way that they went on last season because you would think a, a team that you know gets the world series they're looking to get right back and it's like damn i don't know if the race can get right back <laughs> this upcoming season yeah, I'm going to give him a D. Lost Blake Snell, and I think Charlie Morton, a big loss as well. And uh, didn't really add anything in return. And I think they were okay with losing those guys just because they have a good farm system with starting pitchers. But still, like when you lose two guys like Sigh that. Young, it's, it's, yeah, and so it, it, it's tough. I'm going to give him a D. Um, Chris Archer, they added him. I'm thinking they're thinking like the Cubs. Maybe he could turn back the clock to the days he was with the Rays. But D for me. Let's move on to the Toronto Blue Jays. They added George Springer, Marcus Simeon, Kirby Yates, Robbie Ray. They extended him. They got Steven Matz and Tyler Chatwood. They lost Jonathan VR, Ken Giles, and Matt Shoemaker. What are you giving him? I think that it was – I know he was, like, rumored to be going to the Blue Jays, but when I saw that George Springer signed with them, I was kind of surprised that 
he went to Toronto. I was like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? So um, I think it's a big, a big addition for a team that, you know, already, I would say, you know, are, we're rebuilding last year, but you know, it, it could be a quick reload and a quick turnaround for them to get right back into that postseason conversation with the way that they had this off season. So for me, I, I'd say that they had a, a, a B off season for me because I, I just wasn't expecting them to get George Springer. I just didn't see that coming. And the fact that they were able to make that happen and then you add on the moves that they did, like with, you know, getting a Steven Matz and a Marcus Simeon, like, that's that's big time, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with an A. I think they had a hell of an offseason. They already have a great young core, you know, with Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, um, Biggio. So, I mean, they have a really great young core. And then you add two great veterans in George Springer and Marcus Sinemi. And then, yeah, they lost Ken Giles, but Kirby Yates, hell of a replacement. So, I mean, <laughs> and they added more firepower to their starting lineup with Chatwood and Steven Matson. I think when you're in a division with, you know, the Yankees, the Rays, um, the Red Sox, which are always a hit or miss, but I think with the Blue Jays, they definitely added firepower and better pitchers as well too. So that's why I got to give them an A because I think all around overall, they definitely improved. Let's move on to the Orioles. They added Freddie Galvis, Matt Harvey, Felix Hernandez, and they have Trey Mancini returning. And then, but they lost Jose Iglesias and Alex Cobb. What are you giving the Baltimore Orioles? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really expect them to make anything like crazy moves this offseason. Um, I'm going to go with them, you know, being a C minus just because I, I don't really see this being a team that's going to be doing anything this year. I'm going to give him a D. I mean, nothing impressive, <laughs> nothing at all. Matt Harvey and then Felix Hernandez has been. Um, the only reason why I did not give him an F is because Trey Mancini is returning. So that's a big bat in their lineup that they're returning. And first of all, shout out to Trey Mancini returning from he had colon cancer and he got his first hit in his first at bat in spring training. So that was a great moment for him and the MLB in general. But you lost Jose Iglesias, one of your best bats in your lineup and Alex Cobb. I mean, yeah, they got rid of Alex Cobb, his $15 million contract, but they're still paying for half his contract when they traded him as well, too. So, I mean. It's not looking good for the Orioles. Luckily, they have Adley Rutschman. So, I mean, they have a prospect to be excited about. But other than that, Orioles are the Orioles. Really going to be the bottom of the barrel. And that's why I'm giving them a D. Let's move on to the AL Central. We got the Kansas City Royals. They added Carlos Santana, Mike Miner, and Andrew Benatendi. And they lost Alex Gordon and Frenchie Cordero. What are you giving them? Uh, I mean... Mike Miner, I feel like, and Benintendi are some pretty good signings. Uh, it sucks that they lost Gordo, um, but at the same time, I think that the Kansas City Royals are, you know, they're not they're, they're similar to the Giants, like in the ways of like they're not they're not going to be like really great, but I'm I'm not expecting them to 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 really be like. Uh, to be to finish like last in the AL or something like that. Um, but I don't think they're going to be good. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be good. So uh, I think that I, I'm going to go with a, a D as far as these, these moves, but, but it, it, it's probably, no, 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 I'll say D plus because I like Ben and Tendi. I like, I like them picking up Ben and Tendi. So I'm going to say D plus. 
I'm going to go with a B. I think adding a switch hitter like Carlos Santana, Mike Miner, and then Andrew Benatendi, all great moves. And they didn't really lose anybody. Yeah, they lost Alex Gordon. Really lost a glove out there. That's about it. He's come to that age where he's not productive with the bat anymore. And then Franchi Cordero. I mean, if you get Andrew Benatendi for him, that's a dub for you. But reason, I mean, I think the offseason moves that they made definitely were good moves and made them better. But I just can't give them an A or anything like that just because – they went out and spent money on these guys. And at the same time, like you're not really going to move the needle when you have guys like the white Sox and then the twins in your division as well. So, I mean, I still don't think they can compete for this division, which is kind of a head scratcher is like, why did you spend so much money in the off season? But at the same time, it's the, they got better players. So that's why I'm gonna give them a B for sure. For sure. Next team, we got the Chicago White Sox. They added Liam Hendricks, Lance Lynn, and Adam Eaton. They lost out on Omar Mazzara, James McCann, Alex Colomay, and Edwin Encarnacion. So what are you giving the Chicago White Sox? I like the fact that they got Lance Lynn. Um, it, the, the White Sox, for me, I feel like they are sacrificing a little bit because, I mean, you, you give up, like, obviously, Edwin Encarnacion, who you know he's going to hit home runs. You know he's going to rake um similar with McCann like he's he can also rake a little bit but I, I feel like Adam Eaton is is a solid player he's coming back to Chicago I mean sometimes he can be he can be good sometimes you know he could be all right but the big ticket item was obviously Lance Lynn I feel like this uh this offseason for them I'm gonna go with a, a B minus here because I feel like they could have maybe bolstered up that lineup a little bit but at the same time I mean they 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 have a versatile team. It's just you would have loved to maybe see them, you know, maybe boost it up a little bit with the high ticket item, but can't complain. I'm going to give him an A minus. I think they did a hell of a job this offseason. Adam Eaton, a guy who hits for contact and is a speedster. Um, then you add Lance Lynn, just another guy who had a great season last year, add him to this uh, starting rotation. And then Liam Hendricks, you can argue he is one of the best closers in the game. I remember he was in conversations for Cy Young as a as a reliever. So, I mean, Adam Liam Hendricks to this bullpen was a huge W. They gave him a fat contract so hope they're really hoping that he plays to that contract <laughs> um they lost james mccann but they have yasmani grandal so i'm not tripping uh edwin encarnacion yeah it's a power bat but you don't really need power when you have this lineup of luis robert eloy jimenez jose abreu who won mvp last year tim anderson so they are just loaded in their lineup that I think adding Adam Eaton was a great guy who can just get on base and have these sluggers behind you just bring you in. And then pitching, they they worked on it. Rotation got Lance Lynn. Bullpen got Liam Hendricks. So I think it was a fat W for the Chicago White Sox. I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Let's move on. We got the Cleveland Indians. They got Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario, uh, Cesar Hernandez. They uh, re-signed him and Eddie Rosario, but they lost out on Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, Carlos Santana, Brad Hand, and Adam Simber. What are you giving them? Au revoir to the Indians, man. Au revoir to Cleveland as far as, like, them uh, back in 2016, man. That Rajah Davis, <laughs> Rajah Davis home run. That's what I'm still mm-hmm. thinking about. Man, what could have been? What could have been? Could have could have potentially won it all that year, but damn, bro. Like, it's, uh, it's definitely a rebuilding season for them, for sure, because give away uh, Lindor and Carrasco and – even say goodbye to Santana too. And like this team is definitely at the same. And 
I feel like they uh, – I'm going to have to go D- minus here because I, I just don't know if this team is going to be good any time in the near future, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think this Indians can still compete this year, but they're just not going to be on the same level. Obviously, you gave up Francisco Lindor. You got Andres Jimenez and Ahmed Rosario, two young shortstops, but – they even them two combined together, you're not going to get the same production that you got out of Francisco Lindor. And then Eddie Rosario, I think, is underrated signing for them. Um, but I mean, losing Carrasco, a key guy in your starting rotation, and then Brad Hand, a key uh, pitcher in your bullpen. So, I mean, I'm gonna give him a D. I don't think, I mean, losing Francisco Lindor, that's that's all I should really say, but. They, they didn't, I'm not going to give them an F straight up just because they did make some offseason moves. Let's move on. We got Detroit Tigers added Nomar Mazzara, Jonathan Scope. They extended him, Robbie Grossman, Julio Teheran, and Wilson Ramos. What are you giving the Tigers? I like some of the moves that, uh, you know, uh, Julio Teheran, um, uh, also like uh, Ramos a little bit. Um, I'm going to go C here for the, the Tigers. Um, I well more okay. I'm gonna say C plus. I'm gonna say C plus because I like the I like some of the moves that they made. Um, it's just like you said, as far as like, um, they're still I think tr- trying to discover that identity of uh, who they are. Um, it's been a little bit of a while since they've uh, been <laughs> at the top of this division. So, um, but overall, I think that they're they're not like necessarily uh, you know a team that you expect to be in the conversation for world series this year, but um, you, you got to appreciate the moves that they went out and did this, uh, this off season. I think. I think they, uh, they added a couple guys, not anything that's really going to move the needle for me. They got Jonathan scope extended on a one-year deal. I think Jonathan scope, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's one of the most, one of the more underrated second baseman in the entire league guy hits for power and he's a great he's a good fielder so i think this one year deal they might be looking to shop him around the trade deadline to a team that's contending and get prospects Um, yeah yeah, and get prospects back but i mean they have casey mize as well they have they have a good prospect uh they have a good farm system that i think they have a bright future to look forward to but i mean nothing really impressive this offseason uh so i'm gonna give them a c minus Let's move on. We got the Minnesota Twins, added Andrelton Simmons, Alex Colomay, J.A. Happ, Matt Shoemaker, extended Nelson Cruz, and got uh, El Blanco Caballo, Hansel Robles, and then they lost Sergio Romo, Eddie Rosario, Rich Hill, Marwin Gonzalez, Trevor May, and Jake Odorizzi, who is still a free agent currently. What are you giving the Twins? That Andrelton Simmons deal, uh, I did not. Uh, I, I felt kind of fell under the radar for me because uh, I did not. I kind of thought he was gonna um, either stay in like the ALS or a team like that, um, or just like resign with the Angels. But uh, I don't know. Kush was he was he looking to leave or? Do you know? I just I didn't think the Angels wanted to pay him the amount that he was probably asking, and plus they, that's why they went out and traded for uh jose iglesias which we'll get into in a bit but okay yeah okay. He signed all right all right well i mean i feel like it's a big pickup for the twins um they're the problem with the twins <laughs> has never been the fact like they didn't they lead the the league in home runs like a couple of years ago like mm-hmm. they, they have they broke offense. the record yeah yeah, yeah most home broke, runs in a season yeah so but like, they are literally they, cursed when it comes to the postseason exactly like they have offense it's just 
I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that they can't play in like you know Yankee Stadium, or they just can't get a favorable. They can't even matchup. play in their stadium in the postseason. Yeah, like they can't get like a favorable matchup that they can take advantage of. I just don't know what's wrong with them as far as in the playoffs. But I do like the fact they still got Nelson Cruz sticking around. I mean, you know, he's you know Nelson Cruz is going to fine rake, wine. Know. Only still gets better doing, with he's age. Still, he's still doing it, man. He still just keeps on just raking. So offensively, you love to see it, but. Pitching wise, J.A. Happ, man. I mean, we'll see what they can do. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to say just C, solid C. I'm going to give them a C plus. They got Andrelton Simmons. You can argue has the best glove in the infield in the MLB. And Plenty of th- web, gem- web gems in Minnesota this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And then um, I think he's an underrated bat. When he was with the Atlanta Braves, he didn't really have that bat. But when he came over to L.A., he started – he hit pretty well. He was hitting for contact, getting on base. Um, Alex Colomay, good bullpen arm. J.A. Happ, I think, a guy to add to this rotation when uh, they lost Jake Odorizzi. Matt Shoemaker as well. I think with the Angels, had a great rookie season. A sophomore was kind of tough. And then he went to the Toronto Blue Jays, and he was playing very, very well, was in the contention to be an all-star starter until he had, had that line drive to his head and he was concussed and – uh, really, I think I forgot how long he was out for. He might have been out for the rest of the season, but yeah, that ever since that injury, he kind of went downhill. But I, I have high hopes for Matt Shoemaker. I think they had a good off season adding Hansel Robles. They lost Sergio Romo, which I think is a big loss for them. And then uh, Eddie Rosario, an outfield uh, hitter, and Marlon Gonzalez, another utility guy. But C plus, I'm gonna give him a C plus. I think uh, Andrelton Simmons definitely helps them out. And um, some of the other guys that they got as well, too, especially Nelson Cruz. That's a big one right there. It's just because this guy has one of the best bats in the entire MLB. Can't field anymore. As, as I mean, I wouldn't even say as he used to, but can't really feel, can't really run. But, I mean, you give him a bat, <laughs> the guy is he, – he's raking. For sure. So, C-plus for them. Let's move on to the AL West. We got the last division. Let's start off with the Oakland Athletics. Adam added – Adam Kolarik, well, that's a tongue twister. Elvis <laughs> Andrus, Sergio Romo. Uh, they re-signed Yosemiro Petit and then added Mitch Moreland and Trevor Rosenthal. But they lost Liam Hendricks, Marcus Simeon, Robbie Grossman, Tommy Lastella, Chris Davis, Mike Miner, and Jake Lamb. What are you giving them? Moneyball, baby. They just <laughs> they just know how to how to make do it what they got over in Oakland, man. Um uh, I I feel like I'm I'm gonna go C plus here. Uh, I, I I think it's tough because when you lose like you know some of the guys they lost that were like heavy heavily a part of um, their identity, especially you know Chris Davis, Simeon, um, Hendricks. I mean that's tough, but I mean I, I it depends. I I like Elvis Andrews. Like I feel like that that was a good pickup for them. Romo. Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be uh, weird seeing Elvis Anderson and Chris Davis in different uniforms. I know, and especially within the same division. <laughs> yeah. They literally got traded for each other. I think like it didn't even make any team better. I literally just think <laughs> That's what I said. it was a lateral trade. It's like here you go. You want this? Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's gonna be very weird to see Elvis Andrews not in a Texas Rangers uniform, but yeah, I'm uh eh. I wouldn't be surprised if Oakland still just keeps on doing what they do, man. <laughs> keeps on doing what they do, turning heads and taking names. I'm going to give him a C minus. Added Adam Clare, great bullpen arm, Sergio Romo, Ismael Petit. Um, definitely 
tried to salvage what they could from losing Liam Hendricks. And I think they did a decent job, but it's hard to replace Liam Hendricks. I think Mitch Moreland was a very underrated signing. Oh, I also forgot Trevor Rosenthal. Guy had an amazing season. He had a below two ERA last season for the San Diego Padres. So um, great bullpen arms that they got. But, I mean, losing Marcus Simeon, Elvis Andrus is not going to fill that void. Robbie Grossman, that's a big loss for them. Tommy Listella, eh. Um, and then Chris Davis. I mean, he really wasn't producing like he once used to. So I guess trading him wasn't a big deal. And then Mike Miner lost a rotation arm. And then Jake Lamb lost a power hitter. But so I'm gonna give him a C minus. I don't think they got any better, but I don't think they got too much worse. But it was just a meh offseason for the Oakland Athletics. We got yeah. the Texas Rangers next. They got Chris Davis, like we just said, David Dahl, and then Mike Fulton Wicks. But they lost Lance Lynn, Elvis Andrus, Sinso Chu, Derek Dietrich, and Corey Kluber. What are you giving them? I'm giving them a D. I mean, they lost a lot of their, like, Lance Lynn, Andrews, Chu, uh, Kluber. Like, they lost a lot of guys that, like, were a part of the makeup of this team that really would always, like, have them in contention for a playoff spot. Um, and, you know, you you look at this Texas Rangers team and you're kind of wondering where's the direction on where they're going. I mean, you do have a solid piece. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, I'm just wondering like what's going on in Texas, man. Like, can they figure it out? Because it wasn't too long ago where they were looking at David freeze hit a walk off home run <laughs> that would ultimately see them. Sorry, Ranger fans just gave PTSD to them. Sorry, sorry for that, but I'm just saying with this offseason, it's only because it's like, damn, bro, we were that close to a World Series. Yeah, I think World Series back to back. I think I think these guys had a bad offseason. Lost Lancel and Corey Kluber, two of their best pitchers in that rotation, and then I mean, you got who Mike Fulton Wicks, who was a guy who in the Atlanta Braves who pitched really well at one point in time and was hitting 97 miles an hour, 98 miles an hour, then got Tommy John. And then at the beginning of last year, he was barely touching 90. If that he was like in the high 80s, 90s with his fastball. So, I mean, after getting Tommy John, he was never the same and they ended up releasing him. So. I don't know how he's doing with the Rangers right now. If he's back to hitting, you know, at least mid nineties, I would hope like around 93, 94, but, um, and then Chris Davis, Elvis Sanders, I already kind of explained that trade, David Dahl kind of, I guess, replaced in so true, but really they lost a lot of pitching in that, uh, rotation. So that's why I'm giving him a D. Then we got the Los Angeles angels. They added Kurt Suzuki, Dexter Fowler, Risa Iglesias, Jose Iglesias, Alex Cobb, and Jose Quintana. And they lost Hansel Robles and Andrelton Simmons. What are you giving the angels? I mean, do you feel like the angels like kind of address their pitching deficiencies by picking up Cobb and Quintana? Cause I feel like those are some solid guys. I feel like Suzuki probably not going to, uh, move the needle by any means, but I feel like he's a solid uh, uh, catcher coming back, <laughs> coming back to Cali. Um, Fowler was a was a nice little underrated deal that they were able to get over the line. But like you said, the Iglesias moves I think is what um, a lot of people should be excited about, especially um, after you know they let uh, Simmons go. 
um, bringing in uh, Jose Iglesias was their with their big money signing. But um, for the Angels, um, it wasn't a huge, huge offseason, but they did make some moves here. So I'm a I'm a respect the grind, I'm a respect the hustle, and I'm a I'm gonna show Kush's boy some love. I'm gonna give him a, a solid B grade. Oh, you're generous because I'm <laughs> I was I was so close to giving these guys a D because they literally. I don't know what is wrong with the front office. We even got, we got a new general manager too, but they just don't seem to want to pay any money for pitchers. I mean, they get guys like Alex Cobb, Jose Quintana, guys that, I mean, great, but those guys aren't going to take you to the next level. When you have Mike right. Trout and Anthony Rendon on your team and you have studs on your team that could help you win a World Series, you should be competing now because both those guys are in their prime. Maybe you can even say in their lateral – I wouldn't even say lateral part because those two guys are great. You don't know how long their prime is going to be. But those two guys, you have them in their pure prime right now, literally tearing the cover off the ball, and you don't want to help them get better pitchers. Like I last year, they got who- banking on like Otani and uh, maybe the production combined of Cobb. But that, and but I mean, Otani still was, risky, like you said. Otani hasn't pitched a seat full season in two seasons. Maybe you can even say three seasons. So it's true. I don't understand why they're trying to bank on Otani so much. I get it. Like you're going to invest your future in Otani, but Otani is one player. He cannot do it all. You need <laughs> to get like a rotation. Like they, they got Julio Tejeron. They got Matt Harvey. They got uh, Trevor Cahill, all guys that are all has beens in this league. And they're trying to make, they're trying to penny pinch and make something out of those guys. And that's what they're doing here with Alex Cobbs and Jose Quintana. Quintana I actually like, but I mean, Alex Cobb, like I, I just don't get what the angels are doing there scared to spend their money on pitchers when they have a very powerful lineup. And I, I wanted to give them a D so bad, but I gave them a C minus just because the two Iglesias that they got their bullpen, one of the worst last season, uh, they got Rysel Iglesias from the red. So, I mean, that's great. And then Jose Iglesias kind of fills the void of losing Andleton Simmons. And I think Jose Iglesias is one of the most underrated uh, trades slash offseason acquisitions this offseason from any MLB team. And you could say that's me being biased, but I mean, the guys hit a triple and a three run home run so far in spring tra- in two games of spring training. <laughs> so, I mean, say, say what it is, but yeah, I, I think he's great. And he's also a very underrated fielder. Um, and then they added Kurt Suzuki, uh, a, a more of a hitting catcher. And then they have Max Stassi as their defensive catcher. And then Dexter Fowler, like great, whatever. But I give them a C minus because they just their problem every single year is that starting rotation and they True. did not address it. And I don't understand why. Like I get Trevor Bauer. Like, yeah, he asked for a lot of money. Seeing the money that he got, you didn't want to give him that. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But there's Jake Odorizzi still in the market. Go after and go get a guy like Jake Odorizzi. Like go out and get go, go out and trade for Corey Kluber. Go True. out and trade for Jameson Tyen. If you know those guys were on the market. So I but, just don't understand I mean, why the Angels are so scared to or to even spend money or try to give up prospects or whatever the case may be to get starting pitching. I get you. I mean, there is a thing that the Rangers maybe would have hiked up like their asking price for an in-division team like the Angels instead of like dumping them off to a team that's not in their division. Um, so... I mean, but, I mean, if you're, you're going to go like, after, if you're going to go after has-beens, like no, Alex I get Cobb you, I get you, like, I definitely get the the frustration. Like you know, go after and, and try to get somebody. Like you said, I mean, it's still they could still potentially you know get somebody, but you know, 
it is already spring training. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, I won't be surprised if they still try to go after Jake to Rizzi, but I'm, it's just it's like, you should have done that. I think, a while they're, ago, bro. <laughs> I think they're banking on Otani too much as a pitcher where right. we don't know, like he is hitting triple digits again. Like, Thing which out, is but, amazing consider the injury exactly but i mean you don't know his command like he was doing that last year but his command right. was awful All that couldn't hit his location place. so i mean i think they're just putting too many eggs in one basket and it's going to come back to haunt them because you got you have guys like mike trout anthony rendones who you have signed for an insane amount of money but i mean you're literally wasting these guys as prime and i hate to say it but i want to see mike trout win a ring so bad i just want to see him make the playoffs and and if that means that it's not on the angels then i mean it sucks yes yeah. but so be it like i feel bad for the dude yeah. like you cannot be in the greatest of all time conversation and not only and only have one postseason appearance and appearance. one series one that's crazy so i mean angels gotta get their shit together i don't know what's going on but we'll see i'm giving them a c minus that's it um then we got the houston astros they added michael brantley they extended him he was actually reported to go to the blue jays along with, <laughs> i know uh, right yeah <laughs> he yes. was so i guess they got him back <laughs> yeah they got him back which i think was huge for them Adro, added pedro baez jason castro reen stanick but they lost george springer roberto Osuna, brad peacock chris davinsky josh reddick um what are you giving him um spring is a big loss as soon as a big loss <laughs> i mean even reddick is a, is i wouldn't say a big loss but like depth wise it's he's, he's a big player for them at some points in of uh this team and it's just crazy how houston teams are just down bad bro like they've been down so bad and it's like not only did they get punished as far as the the cheating scandal but now it seems like they're getting punished as far as players are dipping out and they're they're like i don't want to be affiliated with this anymore so maybe if i go to a new team maybe i won't have to deal with the 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 hate and the the vitriol so i'm gonna give them a um as far as losing like you know the guys that they lost and they to me didn't seem like they they got better uh i'm gonna say c minus to be honest with you because i i just don't Nah, you know what? I'm going to say D plus because I don't like the moves that they really made this offseason. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give him a C. I think getting Michael Brantley back was big, especially given the rumors that he was leaving. So imagine if they had lost Brantley and George Springer. That would have been horrific for the Astros. And then you have Carlos Correa coming up as a free agent next season. So you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, but the AL West is kind of open right now i mean you have, so. you have the athletics you have the astros you have the angels i mean so i mean it, it's very open and that's why i'm not going to be too harsh on them because they got brantley they got bullpen arms and Baez and stanick um they lost osuna but he didn't even pitch last season and then brad peacock chris davinsky so i mean tough losses but definitely i don't think they got better but i don't think they got worse so that's why i'm gonna give them a c fair enough the last team to wrap it up, we got the Seattle Mariners, added Ken Giles and James Paxton. They lost Carl's Edwards Jr. and D. Gordon. What are you giving the Mariners? Uh, they're probably going to lose uh, any guy who apparently doesn't speak English with the way <laughs> that the scandal was going on with their executive oh, mouthing yeah. off about. And then any of their future prospects, uh, you know, you got a collusion case right there that, you know, they're trying to mess up your service time. So, uh, 
yeah, just served up a silver platter for because I mean, like they mentioned, he mentioned so many different guys that are not going to get called up this year or next year potentially because of the fact that they don't want to activate service time. And it's like, it doesn't matter how good they're playing or what they're doing. They could be hitting 500 in the entire season. They're not getting called up to the majors to activate the service time. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But um, as far as, you know, getting back to our regularly scheduled program, uh, as far as what they did in the offseason, um, it's kind of, you know, typical Mar- uh, Mariners, to be honest with you. Uh, nothing too spectacular. Sucks that they lost D. Gordon. No, that was my dude right there. Uh, D. Gordon, man. Uh, but it's probably best for him that he's off this team because this team just doesn't seem like they're going anywhere. And I, I don't expect them to to really be going to any of the postseason anytime soon, uh, to be honest. So I'm a, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to have to say definitely an F here for for the Mariners for me. Wow. Okay. I mean, aside from their little scandal or whatever, I would, I would call it a scandal, but their drama, um, I'm going to give them a C plus. I think adding Ken Giles, a great bullpen arm and then getting James Paxton on a one-year deal. Um, last year, honestly, the Mariners were trending up their prospects, like guys like Kyle Lewis really played well. And I think they have a young group of guys, whether they get called up or not, that's, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but and then not bring it back. Uh, Seager, like he's out the door definitely after this year's up. They said yeah. that is definitely happening. So I'm like, but, who's to say that Kyle Seager might be like, yo, get me the freak out of here. Trade me now. Like that's what I would be saying. Yeah, but I mean, they're getting Mitch Hanniger back as well, so I'm gonna give him a C plus, C C plus. I'll I'll, I'll say C plus, um, but just because Ken Giles and James Paxton were two kind of big names that they got, um, they didn't really lose anyone spectacular. Uh, I mean, obviously the names Carl Edwards Jr. and D Gordon, those are names that fans love, but I mean, production wise, not a lot. They're not gonna give you a lot anymore. Yeah. So. Um, I definitely think that this team, very, very young, they finished ahead of the Angels last year by a game. So, I mean, <laughs> that says something. A uh, little bit, yeah. So, Take I mean, yeah. Mariners, I don't see them competing for a playoff spot yet. I think they're on the, the right track to do that, but not yet. But I do think that they made some offseason moves to help them get that on that track, and that's why I'm going to give them a C+. Plus. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Nosebleeds MLB edition. Soon, I think when spring training is done, we'll be giving our predictions for the season and award predictions as well, yes, too. So sir. stay tuned for that. This is not all the MLB we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, Corey's got some crazy predictions. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I guess you got to wait on that. But um, oh, make sure you guys are following us on our social medias on twitter at the underscore nosebleeds that's k-n-o-w-s bleeds on instagram the nosebleeds and on facebook the nosebleeds podcast uh apple music spotify we're on there she was five star rating if you like what you hear Corey, any last words yeah bro uh glad that baseball's back to be honest with you because it felt like it was like an extended offseason low-key because uh, I mean, the World Series was done and up, and it's like, I know it's, it's like the same offseason compared to, like, you know, before COVID years, but it just felt like it was longer for some reason. <laughs> but uh, baseball's back. I'm just curious, can anybody beat the Dodgers this year? 
we'll find out. Uh, tune in for our predictions on the MLB season. And yeah, man, happy that uh, ball is back. Yes, sir. Other than that, we out. But before I say deuces, hashtag fire Rob Manfred deuces. <laughs>